This show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Stop putting your online data at risk. Get protected at expressvpn.com slash watch chat. It is party time, Mom. It is. Whether you feel like partying or not, Tuesday night, Studio 22, the mothership, Puppet Master, and Candice, the queen. Do you feel like a queen, Candice? You ever notice how slow she is getting that microphone over to her, Steve? Yeah, she is reluctant. I'm like, come yeah. on, no dead air, girl. Pull I'm that sorry. thing over. She's I'm like, sorry. Ah. I definitely feel very regal now. My mother got on to me over this past weekend. She mm-hmm. said that I got to quit putting you on the spot. I'm like, I adore your mother. When is she going to be on the podcast? Yeah, I'm well, a we got to get her out. We got to get her out, build her immune system up. You're going to have to go pick her up and drive her here. Yeah, she keeps saying she's coming to Texas as soon as she can fly. And I'm like, oh, come on, lady. You want me to go get her? Yeah. <laughs> It'll cost it. you a little more I than want, an airline ticket. But. I want her to stay home right now. That's what she needs to do. Mom, I'm talking to you. Stay home. Well, just know that I offered to come get you, and uh, he said no. No, I'm saving her life. You don't want to. You don't want to stop in the places where party foul Steve stops <laughs> on the road. Yeah, those are the deals, man. I got. I'm trying to figure out what I want to talk most about tonight because we've talked about masks versus unmasked. Uh, we've talked about the killer pandemic of '69. I'm going to revisit some of these topics I, that that we've talked about in the past, but there's more to it now that's going on. Um, things like the believe all women deal uh tuition free college this this stuff it's interesting with all of this stuff going on with the coronavirus all this stuff's rising to the top all of these little social justice issues are rising to the top do you see the folks in new york that are in the park and they're in their circles like you can go to the park, but they've got these circles drawn on the ground. <laughs> I wish I could say yes, I did, but I don't watch. I kind of shut down watching the news the last. I don't few days. watch the news. I just read stuff. But right. I mean, I saw the pictures. I mean, I, I get stuff sent to me times a thousand a day. No kidding. Um. So, but I but I happen to see it in a news article. These people are. Um, all you got to do is get on the email list for Blaze. dot com. Oh, I'm and on they, it, and they'll send you. They'll send you the news articles every day um the anyway that's that's or just make sure you're following watch chad prather you'll get the links that are on there but uh i'm like apparently they believe in borders now you know they're drawing them on the ground (laughs) so like build a wall yeah i gotta sneeze do it corona (laughs) i don't think that's a symptom I don't so think what, that's sneezing. A, uh, yeah, that's one, of the, one of the weird symptoms, and I've got like family members who are like way overboard taking this thing serious. Like they won't get around anybody. They're all masked up, gloved up everywhere they go. I've got family members back home. I mean, they're like serious about this thing. I mean, they are living in fear, right? Um, <laughs> I'm not making fun of them. To each their own. You do your thing, right? But I'm sitting here and I'm going, I'm reading some of the symptoms of this coronavirus. Like when your breathing starts to shut down, you kind of go into like a euphoric 
not euphoric, but you don't think anything's wrong. But I heard some doctors say they were putting people on a ventilator and they technically what their lung capacity and everything that was going on because of the inflammation from the coronavirus, it was not life sustaining. But they were sitting there on their phone while he was putting them on the ventilator because you're not feeling the symptoms of what's going on. It's a weird little virus that's going on here, folks. So what you're saying is that they are not being able to breathe, but they don't know it. Yeah. I mean, there's there's cases of that because that's the thing. You can let it progress because you don't even know anything's wrong. Hmm. Hmm. I'm just going to mask up. I'm just going to start gloving up, masking up, spraying down. I'm going to do all that. I only put a mask on when I want to have fun make fun when you, you know? get freaky put when a watermelon freaky, on your head yeah hey listen technology it's improved just about everything phones car shopping yet mattresses have been more or less the same since the invention of sleep you know it's true you deserve better finally the mattress has evolved thanks to purple the secret to purple is the purple grid it's a patented comfort technology that instantly adapts to your body's natural shape and sleep style purple is for every body no matter how you sleep Purple is designed with over 2,800 open air channels and naturally temper natural gel. So you're never going to get too hot. You're never going to be too cold. The Purple mattress is soft where you want it, firm where you need it, comfortably cool all over. It's truly a mattress that does it all. Listen, long before they ever became sponsors of the show, we were sleeping on a Purple mattress. Love it, love it, love it. I mean, there were these very expensive mattresses out there, and I kept saying, I like this one, and I have not regretted it one single night. Please, Share your thoughts and experience with the Purple product you have. What are you most impressed by? You can count on resting easy night after night, year after year, because the ultra-durable Purple Grid won't sink or lose shape. Purple so confident in what they do, they're going to offer they're going to offer you a free shipping and return and a risk-free 100-night trial. So experience the next evolution of sleep. Go to purple.com/watchchad, leave a review with them. Uh, you can use promo code watchchad if you're purchasing a new Purple mattress and for a limited time you're going to get $150 off any Purple mattress order of $1500 or more. That's purple.com/watchchad. Use promo code watchchad for $150 off any mattress Mattress order of over fifteen hundred or more. Terms apply. For Trump, this disaster is no more than a deep state conspiracy like the Mueller investigation or the impeachment proceedings. All of it. The virus death toll, surely inflated by officials as a mean to defeat him. The dented Dow, the highest unemployment number since the Great Depression, the collapse of his, quote, spectacular economy, the dire scientific predictions of the consequences of premature economic reopening. It's all about him because everything is... Um, you know, here's the thing. We are that close. I've told you before, truth and error don't live across town. They live next door to each other. And so it's real between, between government and dictatorship, between liberty and, uh, loss of liberty. They live real close together. It's real easy to switch from one to the next. Um, and, and that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a Corona dictatorship sort of emerge in this whole deal and i don't like it steve i don't like it either i don't like it don't man. tell me what to do 
I'm not real good at that. I'm not real good at being told what to do. So what, you know, there's an article in here, and I want to talk to you guys a little bit about this, because I want to get everybody's take on this. Um, churches. Churches. You know, you and I don't, don't, we don't frequent a church every weekend. No. We don't, we don't do that. I historically have, but I don't. I have my reasons. Um Nothing cynical, nothing negative. I just, I just don't. I don't. I just don't. And we do our own thing. We still, you know, have our quote fellowship with other people, but that's what we do. Um, but we don't go to the typical deal. But these churches uh, are shutting down. And there's one writer with Washington Times. He's calling on faith leaders around the nation to show a little courage over this coronavirus crisis as well as the over-the-top governor's gone mad with power. And instead of standing quietly by and letting the government dictate religion, he just says, open the church doors once again. Uh, he says, I believe that uh, every day a church is closed, a bit of liberty dies. We need people to, this is a pastor in Kentucky, Brian Gibson. He says, we need people to stand up and roar. There's a time to be quiet, a time to be the lamb, but today is the day to be the lion. Yeah, and they needed to do it together. Because if one person does it, then they get singled out and attacked for doing yeah. so. But if they all do it, it goes back to what I was saying. This, uh, if everybody does it, yeah, they they can't stop that. And I have to say that I, I agree with him because of the First Amendment. I mean, you have the freedom of speech, you have the freedom of religion. There can be no and and quit all this separation of church and state stuff. That doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. There is no separation of church and state. Freedom it's not of there. It's not there. It doesn't exist. This idea of people, what they think of separation of church and state, what that means, it was used as a phrase by Thomas Jefferson. It's not in the Constitution. Thomas Jefferson was talking about there will never be a state-sponsored religion. So, in other words, you can't be forced to be Episcopalian by the state, right? If I can remind you folks, have you ever heard the word Protestant? We, we talk yep. about, you know, we, we catch it from the Catholics, and you've heard the word Protestant? You hear the word that's in that? Protestant. They're protesters. The reason the Protestants came to this country was to escape the Church of England, to escape religious persecution. They came over here because they were protesting the things that were being shoved down their throat in Europe. They came here for freedom of religion. And I know there's those out here who say, well, America wasn't founded as a Christian nation, blah, blah, blah. No, it wasn't founded as a nation that demanded you be a certain religion. You had the freedom to do that. So in Pennsylvania, you had the purity. You had, you know, you, I could list the whole thing geographically of how they came over here. I mean, Pennsylvania was founded by William Penn. I mean, these guys, they came up for religious freedom, right? And so many other places were as well. They're protesters. And now, and now folks are just like, well, whatever the state tells us to do. You don't need government permission to go to church. I, I, <laughs> I'm not asking people to go out there and voluntarily just look for some civil unrest. But my God, man. Well, and I'm like, just open your doors. People will come. You don't have to get out there and then announce it. What are they? What is the government going to do? And that's the thing. You know, Texas, I, Sunday I was driving past a church and they were, you know, they were doing their thing, bringing the cars in, spacing everybody out and going in there. Okay, 
That's great. If you're worried about it, don't go be around people. Um, but but <sighs> the whole reason you go to church is because you don't operate under worldly fear. That and to assemble together. Yeah. So go assemble, or don't even get. <laughs> it's. I mean, I mean that's the thing. You got you can go to the liquor stores. I've made I've been made more trips to the liquor store this month than I have church. You know, I tweeted over the weekend. I said, "Why don't we just start having church in the Walmart? Yeah. You know, revival on aisle five. Let's do this right there next to the beans." I, I, I mean, you know, you can have children's church back there in the. I guarantee you, right now Walmart's packed. Of course it is. Parking lots. Home packed. Depot Lowe's, is. All Lowe's. Of all of them are. And you know what? On purpose, I have purposefully not set foot in any one of them in the last few months. None. You've had to because of necessity. I haven't set foot in one of those. That's because you make Jade go stores. No, I don't. <laughs> now Jade might choose to go. Oh, I've gone to the grocery store. I go to the grocery store. I go to City Market there in Burleson. That's my spot. Yeah, it is. They've had everything but I went in there. Yeah. Li- you pay a little bit more, though. You pay a little bit more, but you know what? I'm yeah. happy to do that. Yeah. I'm happy to pay a little bit more for, for you know, a local-owned business, mom-and-pop grocery store. Uh, I haven't set foot in the HEB. The first week the whole deal started and things started to shut down, we went to Kroger at like 1030 at night. Mm-hmm. But I ha- since then, I have not set foot that I know of in one of those big box stores. Haven't yeah. done it. And it's not like a protest for me. It's just a principle of the thing. Like, I, like if you're going to shut it down, let's shut it down. I haven't been going to restaurants. They reopened the restaurants. I haven't been going. You know why? Because it's horseshit. Yeah. The whole thing is horseshit. And that's what, that's, you know, I don't need Mexican. I can make Mexican food. Yeah. I don't need to go eat at on the Do border. You know, you know what people are finding out at restaurants? They're going to the restaurant and they're like, the food doesn't taste the same. <laughs> Well, there's two reasons, because you hadn't had it in so long, you forgot what it tasted like, and because of product demand and supply, they've had to change some of the products they cook and prepare food with. Interesting. And so... I haven't thought about that. Yeah. But that makes sense. Uh, I'm not going to name names, but we were like, this is okay, but it's not very good, and it used to be so great. What restaurant was it? Go ahead and name it. It doesn't matter. Go ahead and name it. No. Come on. It's in Burleson. Does it rhyme with Schmapplebee's? <laughs> no, I don't go to chain restaurants. Yeah. I don't go to oh, those so anyway. so it's a locally owned deal. Yeah, it's locally okay, owned. Now, so yeah, we'll leave that I'm alone. Not gonna... I thought you were talking about like a big chain. No, I don't. I thought it might rhyme with Shillies. <laughs> <laughs> On no, the hoarder. It, it, it rhymes with uh, yeah. Texas Brew uh, something. <laughs> and I was like, no. Nope. And they have good food. They do have they got good, a great menu really over good, there. good menu and stuff. Uh but it was just not the same. Gotcha. Yeah, it makes sense. But but back to this church thing, um, uh, you know, and I do. I know people. Not, again, I'm an extrovert. I love to be around people. I love to be around people. Uh, but I don't. You know. But I have purposefully chosen to not. It, you haven't even came over to my house. No, that's, there's seen. different reasons for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I've wanted to. Um, I've had good intentions, Steve. I quit inviting. I know. Well, I just you have an open invitation. Honestly, okay. So let me be honest. Let me just be real transparent. Let me be real honest. Not about you, but just my life. Okay. Everybody knows I deal with depression. I medicate myself for the depression. I deal with these things, and I will say that this whole scenario has affected me. 
It's yeah. affected me on a mental level, on a spiritual level. It's one of the reasons I started doing the Chad's Church thing on Sunday mornings because I needed that for me to kind of to kind of keep myself accountable. Um, and then you add in drinking wine or drinking beer or whatever, which is naturally a depressant too. So I've had to kind of eliminate any alcohol, uh, not 100%, but, you know, not imbibing too much. But it's depressed me. And so you can come to my house and not drink. Well, I know that. I mean, but, I have two but or so three people for that me, do. It's been sort of like when I get home, like I'm home and I'm just like, okay, I'm going to do stuff around here. I'm going to, and I get very lethargic because when, when you, I've always said that men find their identity in their work and in their women. Right. And if those two things get messed up, the man usually gets messed up. Yeah. And so we've lost a huge portion of what we do as work. Right. I mean, our lifestyle has been completely upended. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of drove me what has driven me to do what I've done since yeah. this has been shut down. I mean, like motivated me to go. I'm going after this. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And it keeps me focused and I'm not going through that yeah. part of it. And, I, and that's, a, that's a real thing. I have gotten things done that I would not have gotten done. I'll admit that had I not been in this situation. Uh, but your life changes. The people who called you for business on a, on a daily basis, they don't call anymore. <laughs> Which I'm kind of okay you have with the that, one, really. The ones that are calling that are uh, that say they're trying to emu- uh, copy, uh, not copy, I don't even know. They're trying to do their thing. Yeah. And they're looking for advice on, well, how did you do this? And what do I need to do to do yeah. this? And, uh, there's it's, a lot of that. It's yeah. and then the people who do call you, the people that you you used to call up and talk about vision and 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 purpose and and planning and those kind of things. Now they want to just bitch about the coronavirus. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm I don't want to talk. You know, I do enough bitching. I come in here and do that. <laughs> so uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of that's sort of like you know, there've been times where I'm like, well, I could go over to Steve's and hang out and smoke a. I haven't smoked a cigar in six months. Yeah, it's probably healthy for you. Probably. In the meantime, I got a cigar sponsor. <laughs> so, I, like, I, got, hey. I had somebody, you got a cigar sponsor. I had somebody that gave me a new engraved uh, humidor, and I was like, that was just as a surprise gift. And I'm like, well, I, I really haven't been smoking any cigars. Yeah. I haven't smoked one, I bet, guarantee you, in four or five months. I, a couple of weeks yeah. for me. And, uh, and I, was, I was tempted the other day. I thought about it, and I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. At some point in time, I'll come back around. But it affects me. I get I get a little bit of the depression, and and it's not one of those uh, circumstantial depressions. Although there are circumstances that that will affect me, uh, and, and just kind of. And I know that the more tired I get, the worse it becomes. So that's just me being transparent. I, you know, I'm I'm one of those dudes. I don't care what people know. I'll tell you. I'll tell you all my shortcomings or things that are going on with me. But you know, if you had cancer, you wouldn't have a problem talking about that. So I don't have a problem talking about depression. It's just one of those chemical things that hits you, and and it happens. I take the medicine for it, and yeah, I is, have, is what it is. I have noticed that my sleep patterns have changed over this. I wake up at five fifty-five in the morning, yeah, and I'm ready to hit the floor and. Well, I, I'm stuff. up every day at about 10 minutes till 6. Yeah. My natural, my clock just goes off, boom, it, at 5.50 a.m., I'm up. And when I'm up, I'm up. Now, Sunday night, I was up every two hours, but I also went to bed at like 6.30 at night, 7 o'clock. Yeah, that'll get you doing that. Yeah, that's not good. Love but it. but like, I find myself, like, I can't just sit in front of the television. I cannot do I it. I won't do it either. I can't, you know, I mean, there's nothing else to watch. 
There's nothing else to watch. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't sit in front of the television. I can't watch movies. Um, I've, I've gone back to watching some of the classics over, you know, because I hadn't seen this in a long time. Let's watch The Matrix or whatever. And then it, it, I'm just over it. <laughs> You've watched everything on Netflix. I can't, I can't sit still like that, dude. Yeah. I just can't. I can't do it. I don't either. And uh, I like to wake up in the morning and I'll turn on the news or whatever, drink my cup of coffee, go out in the garage because I've got it all set up with sound system and everything in there. So I will tell you this, though. Fun. I will tell you this. That field of greens, that uh, dawn to dusk stuff, I take one every morning, helps me a lot. I encourage people to get that stuff. Hey, in addition to their generous support of Mercury One, Patriot Mobile has gone above and beyond to help Americans stay in touch with loved ones during this difficult time by lowering their prices even further. And right now, their U.S.-based team is standing by to design your customized family plan, starting at only $25. Patriot Mobile is going to share your values. You're going to be surprised at how many things that they share in common with you. They're never going to charge you hidden fees. And unlike the big mobile companies that are out there, they're not going to send your hard-end money Money, uh, to Planned Parenthood or other leftist causes. So get the same reliable nationwide service and support a company that shares your values, supports our Constitution, and puts people before profits. Switching is easy. Keep your phone number, bring your own phone, buy a new one. Right now, when you join their family of freedom-loving Americans, they will waive your activation plus send you a free gift with the offer code Chad, call 972-PATRIOT, that's 972-PATRIOT, or visit patriotmobile.com slash chad. Get your customized family plan today, starting at just $25. 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, or patriotmobile.com slash chad. Be right back. How many people remember the H3N2 virus? That was an influenza strain. Uh, one of the worst in the nation's history. A million people died. It was called the Hong Kong flu. Sounds racist. Um, there was the H2. I mean, we, we hear about the H1N1, right? You had the H2N2. H3N2 evolved from H2N2, um, which the H2N2 caused a 1957 pandemic. And... Then uh, you had in the '60s you had marine you had Marines who were returning to the United States from the Vietnam War. Guess what they brought back with them? Blame it on the Marines. Yeah, the Marines. Gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> they brought that strain of influenza oh, back okay. with them. Uh, and by mid December of 1968, uh, of course that was September 1968. And then by mid December. Hong Kong flu was in all 50 states. The uh, Now, the population density's probably tripled since then here in the yes. U.S. Well, so it hasn't tripled, but there were about 200 million in the nation then, and there's 330 million now, give or take. Okay. So it's close to doubled. All right. Uh, not quite. It at least added a third. Uh, and that's the thing. You know, schools were not shut down nationwide other than a few dozen because the teachers were sick. They didn't require face masks, um, and, you know, they weren't gloving up and all that stuff. But you remember they had Woodstock. They had Woodstock. It was in 1969. You know, originally that was supposed to be in, what, April 
1969, and they postponed it to August of 1969 because of the pandemic that was going on. See, people never talk about stuff like that. You know how many people were at Woodstock on Max Yazger's farm? 300,000 people. And they Son, were all a in a pile. Party. They were all I wish we pile. could sell a T-shirt to every one of them. Yeah, no kidding. They were all in a pile. Yeah, I mean, they were all in somebody a pile. that was there said, "We wish." I wish they would have social distanced at Woodstock. <laughs> um, but how? Okay, if they were in Woodstock, let's say they were twenty years old, nineteen sixty nine. They're in their seventies or eighties now. They lived through a lot of stuff. Yeah, this one lady said she was seventeen when she was there, and she said there was no food or water at Woodstock. But one of our guys cut an apple into twenty seven slices. And we all shared it. <laughs> at some point, a garden hose from one of the farm's neighbors was passed around and strangers used it as a communal source of bathing and drinking. Um, <laughs> that sounds the 27 slices. Of, that sounds like some kind of chat Facebook challenge. How many slices can you that's get out thin, of an apple? That's a, that's a thin chip of apple, man. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, Woodstock was a phenomenon. And it was far deadlier than COVID-19 between 1968 and 1970. And we forget about those things, yeah, right? guess what? I was born in 70, and I made it. You survived, I survived. Man. Your mother was doing the hibbity-dibbity in 69. I don't think she was in Woodstock, though. Well, no, because you were born in September. So, 70. So you were, she, she yeah. was doing the hibbity-dibbity the first part of 70. Yeah. Yeah. So. So she probably doesn't like the I might have been immaculate concepted, though. I don't think so. Uh, maybe. You uh, never know. Yeah. Well, I've seen you in the pool. You can't walk on water, but you sure can do a baby shark. Now, they say that coronavirus, based on the models and the proje- projections, coronavirus will surpass H3N3's body count, um, even with a global shutdown. I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, the difference is... Uh, you know that's that's it's i'm over it are you yeah i'm over it on to the next thing only thing i know how to do (laughs) is laugh through it yeah that's all i know how to do steve me too that's how i deal with things is just laugh through it and that's why people get so mad at me because i'm sorry don't follow my social media pages don't watch this show if you don't want to laugh with me if you don't want to laugh with me, then this is not the place for you, right? I agree 100%. I'm going to make fun of the priests squirting their squirt it's, guns and holy water. I, I travel, you know, a million miles a year with you, and yeah. there's not a day that I don't laugh. Right, exactly. And there's a is, reason you and I travel it, together. It's, uh, there's a reason no one else will travel with me because I'm, I'm like, nope, I got Steve. And nobody right. else could do nobody. what you do. First of all, nobody's going to put up with me. <laughs> and i'm not sure many people will put up with you probably not right man. so what we got works and there ain't no sense in fixing what ain't broke but uh <laughs> so people are like man i could do steve's job no i don't think yeah. you could i do not think you could i don't think they could either nope because i'm i'm they do it for a minute they think they can yeah mm-hmm. i had a guy the other day who said you do realize he was pissed off at the um what's the song we did take six feet and shove it yeah and he was like, you know, Chad, old boy, <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, what you do for a living isn't really considered work. And I'm like, okay, I'll see you at the uh, bank. Um, yeah. <laughs> the the uh, the government 
and your taxes tell you it's work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I'm like, you know, my first thought is I'd like to see you keep up with me. Yeah. Because you have people who say, well, I mean, and then he came back and he's like, well, I dig ditches and I do not. I, look, I've done all that. Yeah. Uh, I've done manual labor. I did enough of it to know I don't like it. And let me also remind you folks that they don't pay you based on how hard you work in a situation like that. Or all these bricklayers out here would all be millionaires. Yeah, they would. Right? These concrete guys would all be millionaires. That ain't the person that's getting paid. Yeah. Okay. So, so um, it, it, is it fair? I don't know. And I really don't care. But I just knew that I had to, I, I knew that I was one of those guys. I was like, mm, I ain't digging ditches for a living. No, I worked on drilling rigs for yeah. six years. I, so I, I didn't want to do that the rest of my life. I kept that was my family's business. So my brother owns that business now. Uh, it, I kept a brick on my desk in college because I knew that's what I was going back to if I flunked out. <laughs> and I'd laid enough bricks in my life and, and made enough mortar mix and cement that I wasn't wanting to do that anymore. It wasn't my deal. So, you know, but at the same time, what we do uh it, it requires a lot of 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 mental stuff that that has to go on yeah, from the time you wake up to the time you go to I bed mean, i would love for you know somebody that says i don't work for a living just to come in here and read one of these ad reads <laughs> yeah no kidding <laughs> come in here and read this teleprompter and let's see how good you do my job yeah so you know i i, I ain't patting myself well maybe i am patting myself Pat on the back on the a little back. bit he who tooteth not his own horn remains in a perpetual state of untutedness and that's just the deal pretty good Make America pretty good. Pretty good. So, you know, back to the point, I, this this whole thing about, you know, you say you're over it. I, I'm just living day to day. I'm going to laugh through it. I'm going to have a good time. Me too. And, that's, and when hopefully I say I'm make over, others laugh. That's why when I say I'm over it, I'm just going to go about my life and yeah. keep doing my thing and do what I do. Well, you know, I did that video the other day. Somebody said I need to keep doing the Ask Dr. Chads where I was sitting there at the desk <laughs> yeah and that, i was talking about the rotavirus that was hilarious how you shit yourself to death yeah and, <laughs> and, and, and it's like people die people die from rotavirus but we don't see people freaking out over the rotavirus no. and it's on every surface in your house you realize that aerosolization happens every time you flush the toilet which means the contents of your bowl is now coating everything within a 15-foot radius. Including your toothbrush. Your toothbrush and everything else. That's why I have a little cover that goes over my yeah. toothbrush when it's sitting in there. Yeah, that you should. Like, you yeah. should. And then I rinse it off first with hot water. <laughs> like, <laughs> man, I Because I know what I've done in My there. toothbrush is four years old, man. <laughs> I don't... You know, we change out. We have the electric. No, Pappy, not in the poop water. We change out the heads on them every three months. Yeah, they're like, like I got one work. of those. Yeah, I got one of those too. Hey, Tac Packs, a monthly premier monthly subscription box for military tactical prepper and Second Amendment enthusiasts for just forty nine ninety five a month. You're gonna get at least a hundred dollars worth of gear, and sometimes up to one hundred fifty or even two hundred dollars worth of gear. You're gonna get it from different companies like Five Eleven, Sons of Liberty, Gunworks, Mission First Tactical, Armaspec, and a whole lot more. They're gonna send out AR fifteen parts, accessories, EDC tools, knives, and gear to keep you prepared for when it hits the fan. And as you all know, it's hitting the fan. It is hitting the fan, folks. So sign up today. You'll make it in time for the June pack. It's physically their biggest box ever. I can't wait to get it. Uh, they had to get a bigger box to fit all the gear in there. So SOG, Mechanics, where uh, Strike Industries, a whole lot more in this one. Use the promo code CHAD at checkout to receive a free extra bag of tactical stuff and goodies shipped out with your first pack. So don't wait. 
These things are flying off the shelves. Maze Pack sold out two weeks early. So go to TACPack.com and sign up. That's T-A-C-PACK.com and use offer code CHAD. We will be right back. Pilly dog. Um, <laughs> why are people on social media so at each other's throats? Because they're sitting around the house with nothing to do. Or sitting at their office with yeah. nothing to do. <laughs> Man, I, I truly can't. I think that this is, this is going to soon be the postmortem of all comedy, all humor. People are really losing it now. I mean, people were already thin-skinned, right? They are. And I know you, and I know you post some things on social media mm-hmm. just to of course I do. give them a little rib or a little thorn or something to grab hold of. Yeah. And then watch them like start well, eating each other. Last Friday. <laughs> <laughs> last Friday, I posted something that I left on one page. I deleted it off of my political cowboy Uh-oh. page. You deleted. I deleted like within 10 minutes because I was like, you know, I just don't have the energy today. And, and I have to. So my posts, I have the four pages. I know I have more than that, but the four main pages on Facebook. And I know what's going to go over how on each page because there's different followers, different types of followers, different demographics, different attitudes. Right. So I put it on political cowboy, which tends to get a little more volatile. And I was like, I just don't want to die on this hill today. And it was my joke about if you think you're bored during shutdown and quarantine now, just imagine if you didn't have any arms, you wouldn't have anything to do. You couldn't wash your hands. You couldn't sanitize. You couldn't use all that toilet paper you've been hoarding. Uh, And and I just it was just a random thought that I thought was funny. Right. Oh, my God. No. Everybody that's ever lost an arm. I mean, (laughs) come on, people. Come on. And some of those people have the biggest sense biggest of humor. Biggest sense of humor. Yes. I mean, they laugh like, about it. I mean, how many veterans do we know who who yeah. have lost a limb and, or whatever? And, and they, they have a sense of humor about it. Yeah. And I, we have our, a midget from Pridget. He has a sense of humor about yeah, being a Jeff midget. Yeah, Jeff Sperry, the he'll, midget from Pridget. He'll get mad if you don't call him a midget. It, yeah, he. you remember I've told you guys, he came out, he wanted to come out with his T-shirts again, his midget from Pridget T-shirts, and people were like, uh, dude, that's offensive. I don't think you should do that. And he goes, I'm the midget. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm the midget. I can call myself whatever I want. Oh. You can't make fun of people's shortcomings or their religion. or blah. Oh, you can kill people over religion, but you can't laugh over it. Yeah. That's the deal. So that's, that's enough all that. Uh, if you like being locked down uh, and you like locking down the U.S. economy, you're going to love the Green New Deal. That's a recent New York Post article um and you've all heard about the green new deal kind of went down you know in terms of what it was talking about but it was that deal that was going to um you know aoc was talking about it, and that was her little deal it's kind of like I, I said it was like it was a, pro- a project written by an eighth grader but it was a 10-year sticker price could top 93 trillion dollars because i mean you know it's like who was it ilan omar or or Rashida Tlaib said, "Why don't we just why don't we just make uh, trillion dollar coins? Like, why don't you just go stick your head underwater until the bubble stop coming out?" I'm like, "That's so dumb." Yeah. I mean, how dumb you got to be? Let's just make a trillion dollar coin, and we'll just mint two of them in there. That covers the bill. Idiot. Who was that? Was that Rashida? 
Let my girl Rashida. Was that her way of saying money's fake? <laughs> well, I mean, it to them, real. it's all monopoly more yeah. money, right? Uh, but the Green New Deal is clearly expensive. The breadth of its proposal makes it daunting to assess. And uh, you do that, and it's going to cause an economic shutdown, just like what we're doing, except it's going to be on a larger scale. So, you know, you'd ban airplanes, but gasoline cars would be gone, anything that burns fossil fuels. We're almost there. Yeah. And there'd, there'd be meat shortages. We're there already. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're killing cows. Getting yeah. rid of cows. The the problem is they're you know shut down all the now. meat processing plants right now. Yeah. So the price of beef has went way up. There's plenty of beef. We're not we don't have a shortage of beef. Yeah. We have a shortage of processing. Well, they're euthanizing beef and they're euthanizing cows. What well, the expense to feed them? Yeah. How long can they keep feeding them before they go to market? Yeah. You can't do it forever. That's right. So you it's, know that's my thing is. I mean, ground hamburger meats eight ninety nine a pound. That's crazy. A brisket costs ninety five hundred bucks. 20 bucks a pound. Are you serious? Yes. Right now. You're serious. Serious. I mean, that shows you. I, I don't go to yeah. the store. So, I mean, I, my freezer's my buddy been owns a meat market. So. He told me what everybody's doing, though. They're buying cows and stuff. He's backed up till October processing. Processing the cows, yeah. yeah. That is meat market. That's wild. Yeah. I don't know how many they process a day. I just know he says, I don't have room for one till October. Yeah. I mean, I free, I, you know, I keep the stock freezer with the meat. Stuff like that. So I haven't had to go shopping in a long while as far as for meat. But, I mean, you could typically get a beef brisket for 30 bucks. No. They're more like about 90 That's crazy. Nineteen ninety nine a pound, I think. But, I mean, most briskets, about 28 bucks, right? 30 bucks. Yeah. Typically. Typically. Maybe 40 Maybe 40 Yeah. Golly, dude. That's like you remember. You remember when they had all the fires up in North Texas and stuff like that up in the Panhandle. They had all the fires, and and then we had the the drought that was here. Yeah. For, that we didn't have rain for however long it was, a hundred some odd days, and they were selling hay out of Kansas for like fifty dollars a bale and stuff like that, which normally is like six bucks, seven bucks a bale. Yeah, and they're coming down here anywhere from twenty five, thirty dollars to forty, fifty dollars a bale for for a square bale of hay. It, where does it become like um, supply and demand versus price gouging in a situation like that? It, well, it can become cr- price gouging. I mean, that's why if you ever go to the gas station, you're pumping gas, you look over your secretary of agriculture for your state or your, your agriculture commission for your state, his signature's on there. Like our friend Sid Miller, his signature's on every gas pump because that's his job is to make sure that those gas stations aren't price gouging, right? And so you have people out there who are going to do that. I mean, like, I mean that's uh, and look, I wasn't happy when they were bringing hay bales down from from Kentucky or from sorry from Kansas, and and charging that kind of stuff. That's that was highway robbery. Yeah, but if you can get it, is it gouging? If people pay it, I well, it's got to be okay. So there's not a government regulation on hay. I was gonna say but there is I, on gasoline. Okay, if I could sell hay bales for fifty dollars each, I would be in the hay bale business. <laughs> <laughs> like know. tomorrow, but. But that's this is this is we've talked about this has been your 90 day free trial of socialism. Don't like it. Don't want it. And it sucks. It sucks. Do you really want to live in a world where they have to draw circles on the ground in the park <laughs> that you got to go sit in the middle of like a dumbass or you got to put a table around yourself? Did you see there's one place I think it's in Paris. They using the water noodles. You know, the thing you float on in the pool. They've got them on their head. 
that was in Germany too. Is it Germany? It might yeah. be both, but Germany definitely they had the pool noodles uh, in outdoor cafes. They're wearing them on their head like that's normal behavior. To stay away six feet. Yeah, they got one going that way. It's like a cross on their head. I promise you, if I sneezed on you, I can get 30 feet out of it. I can hit you at the bar over there. I can Uh, hit you at the pub, dude. My stuff's whatever. Ah! Yeah. It's true. (laughs) That's one of those instances my mother said on the phone. She's like, tell Mark he's got to turn your volume down. I said, Mom, that ain't Mark. That's that's 100% me. (laughs) <laughs> it is funny sometimes i'm watching and i'm having to adjust my volume yeah because i play you know, i play the show i watch myself on the big tv i know in the living do. room so i turn it down up and down when you go to yelling well i hope everybody's enjoying it because this is what it looks like this is what socialism this is what dictatorship looks like but it's silly it's just silly you're gonna go sit on a, in a cafe outside <laughs> with a pool noodle on your head stop and think about that for a minute folks i'm glad our viewers have and listeners have common sense god bless y'all hang on we'll be right back yeah buddy i'll tell you what i'm reading through this stuff it's a revelation of human nature is what it is it's what we're seeing you see how people are people haven't changed in thousands of years man not at all not a bit people it's all about power it's all about control it's all about greed we just do it a lot faster than we did a thousand years a whole ago lot faster um and i'm not saying there's not good people in the world there are yeah because good people can do stuff faster now too. <laughs> <laughs> there's some good people out there uh but we're weird man uh but people are at each other's throats and they're they're just just tearing each other apart and it's a it's a crazy crazy thing but then they come out with these things these ideas that supposedly sound good and i don't think they're good right i i mean like america's cities could house everyone if they chose to so this is an article again new york times um they're talking about how people are victims of americans wealth and its indifference homelessness the most extreme manifestation of the broader housing crisis it um you know congress could shift billions in annual federal subsidies from rich homeowners to people who don't have homes uh collectively we're choosing to avert our eyes from the people who sleep where we walk we've decided to live with the fact that some of our fellow americans will die on the streets it's a cruelty that i don't think i've seen one lady says uh she's a reporter at the united nations never seen anything like it i've done outreach on every continent one person says um but let me just tell you if you did that in a matter of six months, those people are going to be living on the street again. Yeah. Your, your mental mental health or mental illness. Yeah. Drugs, all that kind of stuff. That's affected. That You could give them a home. Yeah. And the next week, they're not going to be there. A very small percentage. A very small percentage of people are out there. And if you give them a hand up, it would make a difference in their life. But that's a very small percentage. You're talking about mental illness in this situation. Uh, they're going to be right back on there. And you can you can throw all the money you want to at them. You could throw you could shift those billions and throw it out there, but I'm telling you, you're just wasting the billions. That's what's going to happen. And, and But see, now you say things like that, and people are like, well, where's your compassion? No, I'm just telling you the truth. Yeah, we have a mental health problem. Try it. Try it. Anyway, 
I hope everybody's going over to blazetv.com and signing up. Go to blazetv.com slash chad. Get an annual subscription. Get all of the good stuff on Blaze TV. Go to watchchad.com. That's where the good stuff is. Click that little button, that little like button, a little thumbs up right there on your YouTube if you're watching us. And uh, hit your little notification bell there on the Chad Prather page as well so you'll get notified every time we go live. The fact pack is in effect. The fact pack, they're there every time. Right? They sure are. And also go over to Party Foul Nation, watch his shows. Uh, check them out, Beer for Brunch. Hey, I love you guys. God bless you. I wish you nothing but the best. We will talk to you next time. Bye.